guys, welcome to Overcrest. I'm Chris. And I'm Jake. And I'm Fetter. Fetter <laughs> is here to go through some news. It is Fetter's favorite time of the year. It's the what most time, of the year? time of the year? What time of the year is it? It's best car to buy season. It is best Ooh. car to buy season where Joel has the least amount of time that he has all year long at Motor Authority, yet here is he, he is right in this chair. At the Overcrest Studio. Thanks for coming to hang out with us, Anything man. Anything for Overcrest. Oh, <laughs> that's some exclusions apply. So, <laughs> I like I like the disclaimer. Uh, before we get into our news episode, we got all kinds of cool topics. I yeah. want to take a second to thank our drivers club uh, uh, members. Yes. And there's go ahead. And you can be watching us live right live, now. Our live, drivers right club now. members are watching us, interacting with us. I got yelled at for also being in the chat. Yeah, you don't need to do I that. Was distracted. It was creating but. an audio paradox that just basically was infinity. <laughs> something about yes. watching himself be pretty or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got to do that. Is, it, it is Anyways, totally not necessary. If you're a drivers club member, you can watch us live, interact. It's awesome. Yeah, you can, you have early releases. These episodes go up on YouTube, and they're shared with the guys that can't hang out on the live stream. They're shared early there. You can have access to early drops. You get a discount on the rally. What else do I need to say? You get it's nothing. Plus, what else do you want? You get to feel good right here. What am I pointing at, Jake? I mean, well, you, you're supposed to be pointing at your heart, but that's your sternum. You you missed out on my the, heart the, the love of Chris and Jake. I mean, yes. that's priceless. Yes. And we love you. Speaking you do of, realize that's your sternum right in the middle. Yeah, but what's under that? His heart. Your heart is over here to the left. It's slightly. I've heard actually it's more towards the center. It's, it's more false. Towards the, I, really? Heard that, I heard that's a misnomer. Yeah, it's more towards, towards the center. Someone who knows. Yeah, me. I know. It's right towards the center. <laughs> All right. So uh, speaking of, of, of Drivers Club members, I just wanted to take a second to thank some of the long term Drivers Club members. These the guys, heavy hitters. The heavy hitters. Were. They've been you know supporting us for three, four years. It's it's awesome. So I want to first thank Connor McCann. I want to give a special thought, shout out to him because he is our first Drivers Club member. Connor, that's thank awesome. You. Um, Stacy Dodds, appreciate it. Eric Augustine, he's a great supporter of Overcrest. Really love him. Uh, Time Slides 09, Brian Math, Kyle Emmerich, Alan Myers, Brad Dragon. I'm not sure how to pronounce Drogan. it. Drogan? Is it Drogan? Well, it's not Drogan. You know what I'm going to say Dragon because dragons are cool. Uh, Danielle Meisenet, Samuel LaForest, Dan Gilbert, Scott Evans, my good friend Chad Erickson, Frank Warren, John Dixon, Lee Maxwell, Jerry Horton, Brandon Manage, Brandon J, Brett Whitish, and Matt Schaefer. You guys have all been Drivers Club members for like three or four years. The, That's The awesome. support that you've given us in, in an unwavering fashion is absolutely incredible i don't think i missed anybody but if i did i'm talking to you too thank you so very much all right motor authority motor authority what is first for everybody that doesn't know what's motor authority if they don't know what are they even doing here i know well maybe this is their first episode okay first day uh motor authority is a luxury performance site we compete with uh motor trend car and driver road and track etc right so you you know we're we're doing the same did you mean to say dominate yeah instead of compete did you mean to use the word dominate they compete with motor authority look look look, my friends work at all these places we play (laughs) nice It's, it's all good you know i mean we like to we like to think that we aim we do things differently we like to think that we aim to, to, to hit things differently and 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 have a different angle or go about sure. things differently and the for way sure. we produce our news um but that's that all right so this is like we said this is car of the whatever time best car to buy best car to buy so 
what is that? What is best sure. car to buy? And how is it different than just car of the year? Absolutely. So, I mean, look, everyone's got an award, right? And, and everyone's awards are somewhat different, right? So, you know, Motor Trend used to have a performance car of the year. Now they've morphed that. Uh, Road and Track still does have a performance car of the year. Uh, so ours is Wait, called- Wait, so you, someone got rid of performance car of the year? Motor Trend morphed their performance car of the year. Okay. So Motor Trend had a ton of contests. They had a ton of different they had contests. truck of the year. They still have that. Okay. Uh, but, that was an important one. But but, but things are morphing in the industry. And so you have to, to sort of, so, and we're going to discuss that a little with Best Car to Buy. Things are morphing yeah. in the industry. And so the only constant life has changed, right? And so you have to roll with that. Ours, thankfully, wasn't so focused and hyper-focused as that. Uh, so we didn't have quite the dilemma. But uh, yeah, so it's, it's so ours is an award. It's a little different than everyone else's because everyone else either splits it out or whatever. So because our automotive group, our, our editorial team, we have three sites that that span the segments. Right, we've got a, a green car. We don't talk about them on this podcast, but there's a greencarreports.com, which is like Motor Authority, but luxury uh, or it's uh, green cars. So hybrids, fuel cells, yep. plug-in hybrids. Uh, Isn't that cars. just going to be everything at some point? How is that going to be Yes, but, that, but, 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 but but Toyota Corolla hybrids aren't something that would make more authority, right? You see right. what I'm saying? Sure, so like sure, it's sure. all about green electrification efficiency, right? right? And then, and so motor authority is not to focus on that as much. And then you've got the car connection, which is very upper funnel, in-market, consumers shopping for cars. So, so cars.com, Kelly Blue Gray. Yep. So motor authority is really focused on performance and luxury cars, right? So we have Ferrari Roma reviews. We have Lightning F one fifty reviews. Sure, because the it is interesting stuff, the inter- the enthusiast stuff, the, yeah. the, the the gear junkie enthusiast stuff. Because there's obviously electric car enthusiasts too. But so, and we do have electric cars in there. Yep. I, I, we have Lucid Airs and and Teslas. Sure. Like those are fast cars. Yep. Um. And, but the angle is always about performance, luxury. It's not necessarily only about efficiency. Everything is into that, right? Because yep. that's part of electric vehicles now. And, and yeah, it's not like I'm going to drive an F-150 Raptor R and not mention it gets like 12 miles per gallon. <laughs> How can you not? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, gas station to gas station. So anyway, our, our, our best car to buy award yep. uh, this year is 2023 because we announced in January, January 4th. Uh, and you kind of tease out you have seven. It's You're like, it, it, it's it, one of these. It's it, one it of is. seven. Well, but every year is different, right? So every this year there's seven finalists, but every year it works out to be a little different. How many new cars are there every year? So on average, a, what do you think? New cars? New cars. Like, or, I mean, uh, does that include like refreshes? Yeah, new so, so, models? So, so, so the, to, 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 to qualify, to be a nominee, and not a finalist, just a nominee, it needs okay. to be new or significantly updated refreshed. Okay. Right? So, because, you know, like Raptor R, last year we, we, we Raptor got disqualified because it was new. Uh, new generation launch, yep. but we knew R was coming because they announced R. So when it was the, you didn't make the final cut because it's like, you just qualified. We know R is coming, right? Same thing for Bronco. We knew the Braptor, Raptor R, I call it, or Bronco Raptor is Braptor. I'm not right. saying both words. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yes. So so we knew Braptor was coming. Who comes out with like, who I came was up like, with that, thank you. I No, 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 no. The, the, the bad one, Bronco Raptor. Raptor is a brand name. It's like Kleenex. Why didn't point. they Everybody, just call it the Raptor? That would have been cool. Because Raptor has SEO value and everyone knows what a Raptor yep. is now. Okay. It's marketing. So anyway. So, you could have so, called it B-Raptor. I know. So so if certain vehicles get disqualified because because flat out we know something else, high performance is coming or whatever, right? Got it. So this year, there was, I mean, there's a laundry list of vehicles that didn't make the cut. And I wrote an article on that after the day after saying yep, I saw that. The, the, the nominees. How many though? How many is that? Like how many? I'm trying to figure out what we're whittling it down from. Just, just. General I, estimate. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. Fifty. Okay. I mean, how many new cars are there? Every so year? on the car connection, there's a ton more because you, that's all encompassing. Right. right? right. Whereas Motor Authority is larger in performance. Right. Yeah, Fifty cars, seventy-five cars. I'm just trying to figure 20, out how. I mean, it was probably. It's got to be over twenty. Okay. Yeah. So we got over twenty cars. That post was like eighteen hundred words, and each one only got three lines. Right. Four lines. Mm, like, okay. 
So, so, so we whittle it down. And, and so basically you start out at, you know, August, right? We basically sit down and say, what are the cars that make that qualify? Yeah, sure. Right. You just make a list. And that, and right then and there is where the arguing starts. Right, like right then and How there. How many people are doing this with you? Uh, there's five of us. There's five of you guys trying five to whittle 20, 20, 30 cars down to seven, down to one. Yeah. Okay. Wow. There's a lot of arguing that goes on. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be fun, though. Can be. There are moments. <laughs> there are always moments of like, I'm going to just strangle you. Come is on, is right. there stuff where like, you haven't even driven that one. Why are you dying on that hill? Kind of, but not really. Because usually, I mean, usually someone's like, I haven't driven it. Like, how can you, you know what I mean? Like, so everybody's pretty fair. Absolutely. absolutely. Okay. Everyone's They're fair. professional. So once you, what is the criteria for what you guys are using to pick the best one? Like, what are the important things? Sure. Because we're, we're, this is from a, this is the best car to buy. So yep. this is, you're it's trying. Buying. It's not a dream car. It's right. the best car so to buy. So price obviously has to be a big factor. It's price, but this it's is all, all from the, from the, from the paradigm angle. of the, of the, enthusiast consumer Correct. right 100%. So, you're, so you're trying to look at it from their perspective 100%. not joel the journalist perspective right because that's you've, different and you've, and you've and we've got guys that that, that are that, that can't afford how cats reading the site and you got guys that are tech ceos reading the site you get the whole gamut right so you've got car like the maserati mc20 yeah. That, that was qualified this year. It's $250,000, right? Yeah. We've had R8s and at the NSX when it was brand new, that was that became a finalist that year because it was so like, it was a moment mm -hmm. that we were all like, price be damned, this is a finalist this year kind of thing, right? We, sure. we went through a drive a drive through at Checkers with that car and we got an <laughs> apple pie and I got a photo of it. It's freaking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, it was an unvinned prototype. Oh, it was, wow. There was some sketch. So, so <laughs> was there any of that this year where it's like, this shouldn't necessarily be in there, but it's such a big deal. We have to, I didn't no. see anything like that. No, there was okay. not, there was not, it was yeah. not at all. Okay. So the, quick rifle off some criteria. What's, what's important to the consumer that you guys are taking? So I, like Jay said, price, price plays a factor, right? Uh, obviously performance plays a factor. Fun thing, fun, which isn't technically measurable. That's not a, mm -hmm. that's not a paper Subjective. thing. Fun, fun plays a factor and we all drive it. We all know what fun is. We know it's like porn. You know what it is when you feel it. It's fun. Feel it. I yeah, thought it was when you it. feel it versus see it. I like. I like. You know it when you feel it. You know when you feel it. So, so, it. That's why I write about shit. <laughs> so, so, so fun plays a factor. Obviously, design and look plays a factor, right? Yep. If something's just butt ugly and you don't want to look at it. It might be the most fun thing in the world, but we're going to talk about the fact that it's ugly, right? And mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, well, that's the cars that you tint like eighty percent tint. So you can't see the outside when you're in it. You can't see in it from the outside. So and but but, but and to date to date the conundrum because we're luxury and performance to date. The conundrum's always been the argument of how are you weighing luxury and performance against each other, right? Mm -hmm. Luxury cars aren't fun usually. A lot of times mm -hmm. it ruins the fun. Mm -hmm. so, but it's so, not, it's and, not and its intended purpose. And that's an argument we've, we've come to. And there's certain cars, I can talk about certain past years at this point, it's far enough back that they're not secrets anymore. But I mean, it, 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 every, year we've, every year we royal with this. Every single year. Do you have any and, regrets? Like oh we really oh, oh there there's one one particular year one year that, that and, and it's the is so so it was three years ago or something like that 2018, 2019, 20, without looking I don't remember uh, we named the last generation by the way it has to be new that year so like mm -hmm. it, 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 you know what I mean so a couple of years ago we named the type last generation Type R okay the la, the, the Honda Civic, Civic Type R yeah, yeah okay yeah last and by the way that was an ugly car yeah it was, yes. it was ugly and we talked about how it was ugly you have to look at it but here's the and it's our child is but here's the thing it came down to a campfire and all of us drinking and arguing <laughs> and it, it, it became two against four okay marty and i my boss and i voted i mean it's, this is old enough at this point isn't we voted for the lc 500 lexus okay mm. the, the, the 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 coupe that was new that year and everyone else voted type r and we lost and like that was the hill i was dying on like i was going to die on that hill that night 
and we lost. It was outvoted. It, it was what it was. And I, I don't think I was the one who wrote the winner post, but it doesn't matter. It is what it is, right? Like, it deserved to win. It got the votes. So did, you, did you talk about that earlier? You're like, I'm not sure if this, or do you guys kind of, once it's voted, you're all in. Like, it, you're all, in. you're all, it is what it's, I mean, like, it's no like an one election. has a veto. What are you going to say? Power. Well, I mean, Marty is the editorial director. If, right. if Marty, if Marty's like, you guys are all idiots. Like, <laughs> this is the car. Like, Have you guys picked the car? Is it done? Uh, for motor, so Motor Authority is done. Uh, okay. Green Car Courts is done. TCC, we're still hashing. Okay. Yeah. Are we able to talk about what Joel's favorite car is without any conflict, do you think? When does Motor Authority's car, when does January it come 4th. out? The 4th. Okay. Fourth. Right. I, I, That's I don't the day after my birthday. I, I don't remember if it's 6 a.m. or 8 a.m., but it, it's early Eastern. Okay. Uh, well, we'll make sure that we share it with everybody. And we got a press release that'll drop and all that. Um. Uh. I mean, I, look. Hang on. There's not a loser on the seven list. To get to the seventh list, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they're all good. They're also great. How cars. did the Datsun not make the list? Which Datsun? The Z. <sighs> I'm sorry. You, hang on. The 400. You, hang on. You what? The Z. There's no 400. You yeah, wasn't it talk, called the 400 at you one asked, point? You asked, no, it's just the Z. You asked a good question earlier. You asked me, does bias or do you have to put yourself in consumer shoes? Yes. That Z isn't the best car to buy. It's not the winner. It didn't even make the final round. Right. That's what I'm... Now, 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 now I should preface... Because when you came to my house, you're like, I love this car. I do love that car. I love this car. I do love that car, but that's not the best... Again, it doesn't win. Like, yeah. I, I'm not... Just because I love something doesn't mean it wins. doesn't mean it's the best car for everyone to buy against all this criteria. So right? when you pick the top seven, any one of those could win. So there's other factors into this, right? So we send out invites to the finalists, mm-hmm. right? And And... You have to accept. You have to say, I'll send you a car. By the way, not to Mm. me. We all went to Atlanta together for a week and we were going to have a trek day and we were all there and we did different days for each, different sets of cars for each site and all that stuff. So if you say, I'm not sending you a car and whatever reason, we don't have the cars in stock. We don't have, we have logistical issues. Somebody crashed it. There are all sorts of reasons. Some are good, some are bad. Uh, Unless you find a different way to get enough of us into it that we're all confident in that, because yep. if only one of us had driven it, it doesn't cut the cheddar. There's no right. way. Then, um, then, then, then it's disqualified by that. So there, if you look at that list, there are a bunch of cars on there that literally like Rivian can't build enough R1Ss. It would have been a nominee, the Rivian mm. R1T1 last year. It's, I don't blame them. They can't build enough cars to deliver enough to cars at this fast enough. They don't have enough in the fleet to give us one at that moment. And it's nothing against us. They probably don't need the marketing then either. Probably not. But I mean, that's <laughs> a, that's a, I mean, awards are great, right? But uh, so there, there's a bunch of car, There's a bunch of factors. So, so, so for, inst- for instance, I mean, this isn't a huge secret. The Civic Type R was launching. It's a finalist. It's not on me. It's on the list. It made the cut. Yep. Okay. It's launching the week we did that testing in, in Atlanta. Right. So we didn't go to the launch because all of us, like nothing stops the stops best car to buy testing. We were all together in a week. It's set. We we're all booking tickets. It is what it is. Right. So we end up sending a freelancer to it, and we have a first driver view that went live with the embargo and all that stuff. And so we went to her and said, "All right, like how good is it? Like is this is this like we need to we need to make sure we we move mountains?" And she's like, "It's freaking great. Like it's really good." And here are all the reasons why. And her review. Here, here's the thing. So hang on, hang on. Hang on. Okay. Go. So Honda moved mountains. Honda moved mountains and they shit. So I reached out to Honda and said, I'm going to be in LA for two weeks for LA auto show, other stuff, best car to buy testing and, and family vacation for Disneyland and all this other stuff. That launch was in San Francisco. Get me a car down there. Kirk Bell's going to be there for LA auto show between the two of us. That's at least two of us to get into it. Yep. Send a car down there and give it to me for a couple days. And they, they shipped the car down and we got into it. So the automakers work with us to make it work. There was no way they were going to be there for best car to buy testing. They were launching the car that week. It's not possible. Right. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Yep. Every, how, how do you do this when every car is pretty much good? 
Not every car is good, and some cars are better know, than other good. But, but but what metric? What's the what's what are we comparing to? Because so the, hang on, the Civic Type R is better than every Porsche ever made in the seventies and eighties as a car. Sure, but we're not reviewing it's, a good seventies and eighties Porsche. I understand that, but but they're all in in some way they're all good, and the and the differentiation between like modern cars for me from what from my perspective has become less and less clear because you're not, you don't good. drive you're as not driving dude i'm driving over 100 cars a year i drove all these cars back to back i drove a hyundai kona n back to back with a toyota gr corolla and then the next week i went and drove a honda civic type r all within like seven days of each other i i can tell you the differences between every one of those cars right now okay like it's not hard it's just yeah, are they similar? that's probably sure, that's why turbo. it's that's why it's great to read this stuff is right because most you don't know. You don't right. know. I don't Most know. Most people, you and I, and if it, don't have enough experience. But if you're a consumer, you're probably looking at all three of these cars. You're gonna go test drive them. Yeah, Unless right. you're a Honda fanboy, you're buying the Honda. Yeah, Unless you're a Toyota you still, fanboy, you're buying the Toyota. If you're but going to do a test drive, there's always like, <laughs> it's it, different than what we're doing. Yeah, it, that's it, why you sure. read more authority. For sure, absolutely. Yes, that's funny though. Going to, I remember going to test drive a Ford Fiesta uh, ST. Sure. And had the great, like the waffles, Recaros that were, you know, with the hexagons on them. It had everything. And I Diamond could not stitch. get the guy to let me drive it without the salesman. He would not do it. So I didn't even do it. I'm like, you know what? Then I'm not interested. And I went and bought something else. I don't know what right. it is. One of 75,000 other cars that I've ever owned. But I just, I couldn't do it. I, I be, Just for that reason of, I'm not going to go test drive a performance car with some stranger salesman dude going, what do you think of the stitching on that steering wheel, sir? And I, it's just, it's- But hang on, even I look at that stuff. Like some of this, like I look at all of this stuff, right? Like how do I fit in the car? I'm 5'10 and I'm I'm average build at this point, right? Like I look at, it's like, man, a guy that's a little husky isn't gonna like these seats kind of thing. Like mm -hmm. you, you have to think about all the people the, the fat people, the skinny people, the short people, the tall people, the people that don't care about it with their cars and armrests. Like you have to consider all these things. Car costs 45 grand, doesn't have an armrest. How, how, is that going to piss you off? Do I want to take a road trip in this thing? Can yeah. I live with this beyond just going to a track day because it's a lot of fun? Like, and that's, again, these aren't best car to buy for your weekend. This mm -hmm. is like best car to buy, period, end of stop. There's one winner. So I made a mistake in this way when I bought the Golf R, which I am pretty much stuck with now that car values have tanked because I bought it earlier this year. It's a great car, wonderful car for me, driving, amazing. For my wife, for every day, terrible car why too, too small oh too small not enough ground she clearance from, she went from a sport wagon she this thing is the, lowered because it had too much wheel gap yeah well i haven't lowered it oh thank god i haven't touched it it's got the 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 self-leveling suspension all the, the, the what's it called that doesn't have what's an the air name? it doesn't have no but ride. it has like the electromagnetic adaptive yeah, but that's adaptive. not self-leveling that's not self-leveling i couldn't remember the volkswagen anything you just described at all it's just dynamic dss or dscc or something like that dynamic chassis control or something i just wrote about this in the strut it's in the strut it's like yeah it changed with sport mode comfort mode whatever and but that doesn't change your lower i know but so i'm just saying so lowering it with that on there is just like no, it's it, not. It becomes Low, like lowering any car is stupid. Anyway, no, we're not going. KW makes a we're set not doing for that. This. I did this on the RS4. Same set, setup. Guys, focus. No. <laughs> so, 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 you have to, so there's a wide gamut, right? When you're coming to into this, you got to think. You got to think about all these different things, right? So, like, and if, if you look at that, we have a post up that literally I wrote, and it was it's the monster post every year. It's the the worst post to write because you take everything that, that was a nominee that didn't make the cut. I mean, dude, there's so many cars. I, I, I want to go look really actually. Um, oh, so you have to basically justify and explain why those other cars didn't make it? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. 
Ah, it's awful. What, do you ever get on the phone with one of the manufacturers and they're just, dude, Joel, no. Z didn't make it? What's no. wrong? Let's, there's no. never any feedback or anything? No. Hmm. And if they, I mean, I'll listen to you, I guess. <laughs> I mean. You'll entertain their yeah. their complaints. Hang on a second. I'm going to count. Oh. One, this, is, this is the cars that didn't make the cut. Sure. Okay. okay? And I had to write an so article. So we add seven to this and that gives us the total nominees. Yeah. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Nineteen cars. So twenty-six total nominees. Seven, 20, oh yeah, twenty-six. Twenty-six. Adding. Yeah. yeah. So I probably I probably rounded <laughs> and said it was nearly thirty. But the point in the, in the article. But so like I yeah. there was twenty there was 20, nineteen cars that I had to write at an article that literally ran through each and every car four or five enough usually, sentences that explained it, why it didn't make the final final list. Is it usually a glaring thing? Or is it more nuanced than that? I mean something like so like F one fifty Raptor R. It was literally as simple as it got overshadowed by overshadowed by the Raptor for our entire team. Okay, so simple like, thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was overshadowed by the. It's more expensive. It drinks more gas. It's not that much quicker. It's not that much more fun. It got overshadowed by the Raptor. Like for for that you can haul of, stuff. The, the point is to go off roading in that. Mm. Otherwise, I can just get a truck. Right. Well, we're going to get into something like that a little bit later in the news. Let's uh, let's continue on. If you want to, I'll, obviously, I'll post about this. Go check out Motor Authority. Yep. It's uh, at Joel Fetter, wherever you want to find Joel. You can see what he's up to. I, I, one can, last question with yes. this. You talked about how there was like a hill you were dying on a previous year that the car you wanted didn't get voted. Mm-hmm. Did you agree this year with the winner? There was no issues this year for okay. Motor Authority or Green Carports. Got so it. It, was, it was unanimous? It, it, it was, there was been zero issues when it came down to it. Okay. All right. So I got a couple of questions from the Overcrest uh, Discord, the Drivers Club, uh, for Fetter. Sure. What was it like to be your university's first car critic, and how did you get there? Wait, what? Is, I feel like there's a backstory here we need. Guys, I didn't know how to write. You didn't know how to write? You got to understand. I went to school from... So hang on. You're talking to the guy. So so yeah, my job today is to write car news, interview CEOs, and write fun stories, and drive cars, and all that stuff. You got to realize... My mom and dad paid a tutor. I'm the kid that couldn't read or write or do math. I'm the kid that had- Clearly, you still can. Yeah. There's, I, the, my parents paid a lot of money for a tutor to get me to just pass school. Yeah. I went to school, and I was originally being an orthodontist. I, went to bio, I was majoring in bio. <laughs> that lasted about two weeks. It wasn't gonna, the road wasn't going to make it. And, uh, and so I ended up going to school for business marketing. My, my degree is in business marketing. I did not go to J school. I had no training. I, I, I'm not, I was not qualified. And so I, I was the car critic. Someone, someone at the Times Delphic figured out what I knew about cars and my passion for cars. And they said, you should write an article. So I went to dealerships, local dealerships, and said, hi, I'm the car critic for the te- Drake University Times Delphic, whatever. Can I, can I test drive this car? I'm going to write about it. Whatever. It was Saturn Aura, the, the G8, like whatever. G6, the Toyota Tundra was new. Just give me a car. Give me a car for a day. And sure. they did. And I wrote about it, and I, dude, I've I've went back and looked at some. I think I think it's still my computer. It's bad. <laughs> bad. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I no, didn't know. I go I was look doing. at my old photos. It, They're bad it, too. It was, it was so, dude. Like sentence construction didn't exist. There was no commas. <laughs> run on, run on, run on, and I didn't on, even know on. what I was actually reviewing because I didn't understand it. It was just hyperbole. It was hyperbole. I didn't understand yeah. the how to put myself in these shoes of people. And all well, you didn't have any reference points either, right? If None. that's the first car you're driving, that's it was a not, new there was car. no reference points. I was young. I didn't understand the consumer and what I was actually supposed to be doing. Yeah. It didn't matter. But but like so the point with the. Uh, 
Looking back, oof, it's embarrassing. Uh, looking forward, I mean, it's or looking at overall, it's cool, right? I can. I was the first car critic. Someone, someone knew me. Someone knew that I loved cars and I knew a ton about cars. And so they said, "Do you want to ride an article about cars?" And they liked it, and then they made it a regular thing. Sure. And so this was and for your university's yeah. publication. The, yeah, it was for the university's school newspaper back in That's the day cool. where they printed things. What oh. university? Drake University in Des Moines, Iowa. All right, next one. Dingle says. Has Tesla messed up again yet? What do you mean? I don't understand the question again. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, think, it's I, I think it's a joke. So how how is uh, and I'll let it roll into this next question from Pickle it. Oh, hang on, hang on. Let me answer. Let me answer. We can ro- we can roll them together. We can trust me. Sure. We can roll them together. Um, Pickle it says Tesla can't reign forever. I'm not seeing a whole lot of useful innovation recently. Who is most prepared to take the crown? Who's doing the most right? Who's doing the most wrong? Sure. VW Group, Rivian, Lucid. Tesla, we can roll those in a little bit. Sure. Uh, look, Tesla has long figured out how to design, engineer a car. They still have really struggle with how to build and and, mm-hmm. and build a car, uh, and and they're having a lot of growing pains, whether it's service or whatever. Their charging network is their ace in the hole. Their charging network was really smart. Everyone that 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 jumps on Tesla is having the most robust charging network, the most range, and all that stuff. Everyone's got to realize they have a decade head start. Right. It's they literally started a decade ahead of everyone. Plus they were and extremely nimble. Not, and do people not think that Ford and GM and everyone know how to make cars or Porsche? Do they not know do they think they don't know how to build cars? Yeah, but they're not nim- they're not as nimble as Tesla was. Yeah, and and actually that's why Ford split their company in two because then they can do the other side be very nimble. It's very smart at what they do. Um look, the answer so the answer to the question is Tesla Tesla is actually Tesla's biggest uh, issue right now is Elon Musk, and I'll tell you why. Uh, everyone that loved the Tesla, the early adopters, and all the people that were the thumpers, yep. uh, they're very left-leaning people. Yes. Very, very left-leaning people. Tesla stock is, what, down like half? Like Musk More is losing a ton of money. Uh, and and, and I, the problem is that the people he's courting right now, they really don't like electric cars. Yeah. They like they like diesels and and blowing black smoke and, and gasoline. Sure. So, so Tesla's biggest issue, if I was on Tesla's board, I want to get rid of Elon Musk. Like he, he's currently been, a risk. There's been rumors like someone from China was going to take over at so, Tesla. So anyway, heard I, some... I don't want to get into politics or any of that stuff. But like, so Tesla's biggest issue right now is actually Musk. If you look at their their stock price, you look at the the volatility and all that stuff. He's a liability at the moment. To exactly be fair, the that. entire Nasdaq is down a lot. He's like, not. They're not helping. But yes, yes, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, mean, again, the I wasn't even talking about investment. I was literally talking about like for the company, right? Right. Because a lot of these left-leaning people that were the Tesla thumpers and love it, early adopters, they also invested a lot of money. Some of them are life savings, and they made a lot of money, but they're losing a lot of money. And mm-hmm. these aren't people that probably can afford to lose a lot of money. Musk can afford to lose a lot of money because he's still really rich. Anyway, well, don't so, emo- don't invest on emotion. So so no, you shouldn't. But to answer the other questions, so. Rivian is really innovating as far as packaging. That Rivian mm-hmm. R1T is one of the most innovative packaged vehicles I've seen in one of my lifetimes. It is Give me I, an example. The gear tunnel. Okay. The gear tunnel is a real innovation. You Here's the thing. You what, can't, is it, what is a gear tunnel? I don't know what that is. The gear is, tunnel is, is the storage that's under the bed in between the cab. That oh, you gear. Said, the, gear. The gear. Okay, tunnel. gotcha. I was gotcha, thinking gotcha. transmission tunnel. Yeah, I was no, too. Gear <laughs> tunnel, that's what they call their tunnel. It, yeah, okay. It, so that thing is like packaging amazingness it, 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 it's it's you smart can't, and you can't do that unless you have a clean sheet vehicle yes yeah. so like you can't do that in an f-150 lightning but you might be able to do it in the next generation f-150 lightning you see what i'm saying yeah so so uh also lucid is really innovative in terms of their their uh electric motors they designed in-house their electric motors are twice as power dense and half the size of everyone else including tesla's if How? they because 
So Peter, the CEO of Lucid is the chief engineer for the Model S and then Musk pushed him out. And he basically, oh. the, the entire company of Lucid is basically at this to <laughs> Elon <laughs> Musk. Yeah. So 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 if, if Lucid decides, screw it, we're not going to build cars anymore. We're just going to shut the doors. They could be just come a supplier and just supply electric motors sure. to everybody else, right? That's wow. why they're getting 400, 500 miles of range with the same size battery pack as everybody else because their motors are so efficient. Their inverters are so hmm. efficient. Well, no matter how you slice it, whatever delivery you're doing, power density, whether it's gas or battery or electric motor, that's what it's all about, Correct. period. And, and also their packaging is really, 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 really efficient. They've got really well packaged. They have a huge trunk. They have huge false floors. They have a huge frunk. I think they're going to age poorly visually. I'm not sure I agree. I think they're I very Citroni, French looking. They and I are. Think, yeah. I think they're very timeless personally, but that's my opinion. Yeah, not it's mine. It's just my opinion. So, uh, <laughs> so I think I think GM. What GM is doing is really interesting. It's very risky because they've kind of bet the entire company on a new platform, on a new thing. And so Ford and GM took very different paths to this electrification. You have to understand. So Ford was first. Ford did the easy way. Ford, the Mach-E, is kind of a C1 mishmash platform. They took a gas-powered platform, form, they ripped a bunch of stuff out, they shoved a bunch of batteries in, and it became an electric car platform. So it's a mishmash from, from mm -hmm. bits they already had. Lightning is the same deal. They moved cross-members in an F-150 platform. That's how they could get it to market so fast because they built it on the F-150 Lightning or the F-150 line, and right. then they shoved a bunch of batteries into the actual thing, right? So these aren't ground-up vehicles, but they're very, very good, and they got out on time. GM they had just, what else were they supposed to do but GM well, is GM taking didn't. GM's <laughs> taking a lot longer and GM built a ground up platform like a skateboard that's called the ultimate platform basically the platform there's two versions a car cross a car crossover SUV and a think of it like a body on frame but it's not really body on frame but this, so yeah. like Hummer EV and all that trucks right so yep. EV. two platforms right they all share the same packs they're called the Ultium packs these packs are like nothing else anyone's doing imagine uh, a keyboard right so it's as long as a keyboard as thin as a keyboard, and they're all stacked vertically like this, ding, 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 ding. And they're all in modules. So one car might have 30 modules, Mike, I'm making these numbers up. One car might have 10 modules, and the 10 module car, obviously a smaller car, and it won't go as far, et cetera. And so you have trucks, and you can double stack them too. This is a platform that the entire company is being bet on. The entire company is going to make every vehicle, except for basically Corvette. Will it's like MQB, but for batteries. 100%, 100%. But, the entire, but this is trucks, SUV. This is the entire company other than basically the Corvette, which will have batteries shoved in the top. Well, that's its own company right, now. It's its own we'll company get. now. But, but, so, so if, but you have to understand, if this doesn't go well, <laughs> if this fails, if they made a mistake. All of the eggs are in one basket. 100%. Too big but, to if they, but, if they, but if they're right. Too big to fail. If not anymore, I don't think. I, not anymore. If, but if they're right, right? So, 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 so GM and Ford took very different paths. And the path that G, Ford, GM took. You can touch it. You it's, can move it, it back. It's, it's harder. It's harder. It's taking longer. They had to develop right. it from ground up and all that stuff. And the ramp to build these things, they're building the lines, is taking a long time. What's the first vehicle we're going to see? The, 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 well, the Hummer was the first vehicle. Okay, that, so the, that's the, using the this new the, architecture. That's the body-on-frame version. That GMC truck is really but, the first. But the, 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 Hummer, the Hummer EV was the first, and the Hummer EV is being basically, well, it was being hand-built. Now it's not being hand-built, but it's a slow ramp, super slow ramp. The first mass-market vehicle that we're considering mass-market is like Lyric, which is a final oh, okay. Yeah, so that's using, but that's using the, the car, crossover right. SUV, non-body-on-frame version. So the, the, but they're the same concept of Bellier's, battery cells and all this stuff. Okay, so all this said, who yep. are, well, what oh, about Volkswagen? Last one, last one, sorry, last one. Uh, uh, Hyundai Group is one that should, everyone should be very, if an automaker, you should be nervous, and if you're a consumer, you should be watching. Everything that Hyundai Group is doing is really innovative, really smart, 
they are ahead of the curve. Every one of their vehicles almost that's an EV has an 800 volt electrical architecture. You can charge super fast, mm-hmm. really fast in a $40,000 car. This this has changed in four years. It's, in it, less- it's who bet, who, who, who took the bet? Who took the bet and ran with it? Toyota's so far behind. Oh. All the Japanese are so far behind. Honda, Toyota, Mitsubishi, Mazda are so far. Subaru, so far behind electrification. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and the only one that's really that surprising and embarrassing is kind of Toyota. But it's like, oh, my Lord. Like, they are so behind. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I Interesting. mean, what I was getting on in the three to five years is Hyundai specifically. In the last three to five years, that company has become someone I literally don't even take a second look at shouldn't to something that i'm like i want to see everything they do you should yeah it's crazy that they're being able to to pivot like that from an economy shitbox company Mm -hmm. to a wow I don't know what you would call the opposite of a shitbox, but that's, so in the whatever that, the opposite of shitbox is, that's Honda. The team, so, the, so, so the timeline for that was about 2007 was the reliability turn, but they still look like toast. Yep, right. 2010, 2011 is when they started looking like, damn, but they already had the reliability down because they came out the generation before. And then about five, six years ago, it's like, gloves are off. We're going down, yep. right? Like, and, 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 and the swarm, the flood of what's, what's come from Hyundai, Genesis, Kia, Competition should be nervous. Yeah, we had yeah. a we had the head of PR for Hyundai North America on the podcast. Who? I don't remember. It was it was a it was like three it was like three years ago. It was a while ago. It was a while. Yeah. Didn't ago. you have Derek Joyce at one point? That's yes, Derek Joyce. He's a great guy. He runs he all awesome. the end stuff, all the performance and fun stuff. He was yeah. awesome. a great guy. He was saying, "I can't tell you what we're doing." This is before all this cool stuff that we're seeing now is coming out. He's like, "I can't tell you what we're doing, but it's going to be awesome." And, yeah. and, and I can and, t- was, and I can tell you he's not lying. Yeah, there's a bunch of electrified electric N stuff, which is their performance division. Right, N. there's some really cool stuff. All right, let's That's get into awesome. a little bit of news. We got a, we got a bunch to to go through here. So uh, we have Corvette is going to launch as a brand in 2025. Okay, with a four door and an SUV. Of course they are. Go for it. Let's do it. A source who has seen the first proposals describes them as copies of nothing and as encapsulated by emotional purity. <laughs> I don't like the last one. Who but is I be- this source? I believe the first one, the last one's just a bunch of marketing source. BS. Corvette <laughs> is not just a brand. It's constantly evolving system paired with a dramatically different user experience. Oh my goodness. That's marketing. The, the four-door coupe, think of it as more of a lift back and crossover, add two new values to the mark, mainstream exclusive, exclusivity and overt <laughs> luxury. That's an oxymoron, by the way. It mainstream is. exclusivity. It is. it is. It's marketing speak yeah. as well. And the crossover, they uh, thanks to a delicate balance of functionality and fashion stats and style and limited availability feeling high desirability all three pillars are prepared for pragmatic evolution and subsequent proliferation where did you get this quote the aim is not to beat the Taycan and Cayenne at their own game but to create three American legends capable of breaking new ground by making the essence of Corvette scalable to do so, that essence must at all times be in the state of progressive flux. If you want to see the sources for this, they'll be in the show notes. Um, is this? Are they doing this because Cadillac sucks? Like, wh- no. wh- why are they? Why, no. why does that have anything to do with it? I don't understand the relation. Cadillac is being reborn. I mean, the Lyric has made so, our finals. So, so what? Cadillac's great. On, so why the are right they? Path. Why do they need? Why do they need this? Totally different. Universe. I wasn't saying Cadillac sucks. I'm like, is that the perception? Like, no, what's going on? Why totally are- different. Think of it like uh, they're making Ma- Mustang a family brand. Yeah, of Mustang, cars and Mustang, also, TV and Bronco, which beat. is terrible. Is, I disagree with that. Uh, <laughs> what's terrible? He thinks the, the Mustang Machi. Just the no. fact that they're bastardizing the Mustang name, I and the Corvette fully. name. Disagree I honestly have no from, problem with this. From like a, I I used to think the exact same way. Of like, I understand like the bastardizing of the name. It's right. Is stupid. It? But 
what else are they supposed to do? Hang on a second. Let me let me ask you a different question, okay? Let me yeah. let me get to let me tell you why it's not and let me see if I can change your mind. Okay. Any so so there's multiple points here, but I'm gonna try and sum them up. So the two po- main points are one, anyone that buys a GTV eight, whatever, Mustang, mm-hmm. coupe. Yep. That they're not interested in buying an electric Mustang, electric escape. Right. Anything, yeah, right. hundred percent. Right, right, yeah. Right. But all the people driving a Tesla Model Y or a, I'm just gonna pick that because it's one of the most sure. popular crossover yeah, yeah. SUVs, right? They're young. The demographically speaking, they're our age, they're forties. Like sure. demographically speaking, they're a younger subset of people okay. that have an income of I don't know, I'm not that kind of guy, but like I, I don't know the stats, but like Regardless, a, yes. enough money to buy something like this, right? Okay. And you need to attach a name that has cachet that people know. People, even though the guy doesn't want a Mustang V8, this guy, yeah. he knows what a Mustang is, right? And Mustang is cool. He grew up with a cool, hang on, stop. Let me finish. I'm, I'm lying, yeah. Let me finish. I'm just shaking my head at you silently. But the guy, that guy isn't going to buy the other Mustang, right? And the other guy that buys a Mustang is going to buy this. So why not take a brand name you know, a brand that everyone likes, and expand it in a completely different direction that has no crossover whatsoever because the guys aren't going to cross shop the cars. There's no confusion here. No confusion. But this is like saying that- Chris, why don't you let me finish? (laughs) I I, I want to hear Jake. I have one thing. This is basically what you're explaining is is saying, I could cheat on my wife if I could get away with it. That makes it okay. I disagree with that. It's not like that at all. Don't do that. I like her. It's a pure- I'll choose choose her. (laughs) Don't do that, Dijess. It's a pure marketing play. It is a marketing play. It's brand recognition. And that's what you're getting at is brand recognition. Holy crap. Okay. So you're getting at brand recognition. And I just destroyed my microphone stand. Finally. How many episodes have we said, Finally. stop touching your microphone Finally. stand? I know. Well, I needed to. Um, so and you're talking about. Mustang about- Mach-E. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it took. That's what it took. Oh, my God. Electric Get Mustang me all fired up. Yes, they're completely different demographics. That's what you're getting at. But my point or my thought is there's such different demographics that the guy that's buying the Tesla Model Y right now mm-hmm. isn't going to identify with the Mustang brand, the Corvette brand. They're not going to think that's a cool brand. They're not going to think this is a cool play. It's just diluting. And you also said there's no confusion for the guy that's going to buy the coupe or the Corvette or whatever. No, but it's diluting that brand. He's going to go. Is it though? Yeah. When what you is go it? to the dealer to get the new instead? Corvette. What's he buying instead? Go, What's he uh, buying instead? What is this guy that you're thinking is, is being diluted and disillusioned? What's he going to buy? A Camaro that's dying? The Dodge Challenger is dying? What's he going to go buy? BRZ? I don't know. I don't know that there's a good example. Let me, let me answer. But let me I do answer. think it's diluting the brand. Let me tell you how I know you're wrong. Because everyone I know. Sales are up. <laughs> well, so they can't build them fast enough. Everyone I know that has a Mustang Mach-E. Yeah. Freaking loves it and doesn't care. They think it's cool. They think it's cool. And they would never buy <sighs> a Mustang. so far from cool, though. You know that a Mustang, mo- almost every model, but specifically a GT, would smoke the shit out of everything you own, right? You know that. What? For less a money. Mach-E, you're saying? Yeah. yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, straight line speed, sure. You, I mean, I had one sideways. It was on premises. It was hilarious. Yeah, I just, stupid. I can't know. I, the it, bastardization yes. of the brand name. Also, it's, and I can tell you, you know how I know it's recognition? Because I had a Mustang Mach-E and I took my son over there. who was sitting right there, five feet from us, soccer practice. And he got out of it. And there was a Mustang V6, Turbo 4, whatever the hell, convertible, sitting five cars away. He looks at that car, looks at our car. And you know what he says to me? Unprompted. Hey, look, they had the same kind of car as us. That's yeah. the generation. That's the generation. You're going to die. That guy is the generation. That's disappointing then. You need to do better at 
educating your son. They both have a fucking Mustang horse on the back of it. Yeah, He's well, smart. your shirt also has a horse on it. That's not a Mustang, it's that's a Bronco. Bronco. And exactly. he could tell you that. He could tell you that. Okay, but a Mustang Mach-E is not a Mustang. It is a Mustang. It literally, you know how I know it's a four-door Corvette is not a Corvette. Do you know how I know it's a Mustang? Because it, it says so. Yeah. It has a Mustang on it. Yeah. <laughs> Who does... Uh, Jesus, you're fired up about this. I just... I do not like it. I understand the marketing behind it and why the bean counter said, well, let's, you know, let's Maybe go into a focus group. <laughs> and the focus group says that we're going to use the Corvette name and the it's reason, cool now. The reason they did it is, in my opinion, fear. I think it's fear. I think it's like, oh my God, we've got to get, not only do we have to get the new generation, but we also have to keep the boomers kind of happy. We need something for their name recognition. You know, how are we going to do this? Uh, let's call it the Mustang. I feel like there's a little bit of that in there too. Obviously this is all marketing. And I think if anybody is going to be able to say what a Mustang is, I guess it would be Ford. If you think about it, it's their brand, their car. They can say it's whatever, whatever they want. Technically, Jake, you just... <laughs> Leave what it alone. Did you do I'm it. done. I don't hold care. It, hold it for the rest of the day. I am I pissed off, Jake. If you're watching the uh, the, the the stream or you're watching <laughs> us on YouTube, it is good. We have video here now. Jake has ripped his microphone off of the boom arm. He is so it's upset dumb. about this Mustang thing. There's plenty of good brand recognition names they could have used. Like what? What would have been better for that thing? What about the uh, Escape? The Falcon, dude. The Ford Falcon. They should have brought that back. Yeah, but that that's dead. That's a dead. That's a dead exactly. model. Exactly. Revise it. Brand recognition. How are you? How are you going to? How are you going to forward look? And I'm and I don't like this either. But I'm trying to just please stop playing with that. You're going to drive me insane. <laughs> how is Ford supposed to look? Go forward looking and uh -huh. be like, this is our new thing. Well, with, then and we're going to name it after this car that's been dead for forty years. Well, you're you're doing the same thing. This is our new thing, but we're using our name that's been around for sixty years. This is our new thing, and it is the evolution of the thing that's always been successful and is the most, other than the bug, one of the most successful cars of all time. We're continuing that tradition with this. Here's the thing. I'm just People saying this aren't is from dumb. People aren't dumb. So they see the hey, Mustang Mach-E. No, uh, society's dumb. But Here's the thing. People I've never dumb. I've People never talked smart. to an enthusiast that thinks it's a good idea. Right. I haven't. But as Joel said, the people that are buying it think it's cool and they love it. Even, so, so who's right? Even my in-laws will see a Mustang Mach-E and they're like, why does that have a Mustang badge on it? Like my sister who doesn't, that's she's because like, kind of they, those cars. She's like, someone put a Mustang badge on their like weird SUV. That's because like, they're kids dumb. of the 60s and 70s. That's why. They're the kids of the 60s and 70s and that was the iconic car then. It's not anymore. It's not the same thing. It's I, I still don't like it. They should have used a new name. Just like if you want to get going on the Corvette brand, they shouldn't have called the mid-engine Corvette a Corvette. Why? That should have been... Hang on, actually, you know what? That's a good topic, and you want to know why? Because I wrote two editorials before that car was revealed, but we knew it was coming. Yeah, I why, agree with you. You wanted why to do the Corvette Z Z Zora. Zora, yep. They're going to make a Zora. Uh, it's going to be a Zora. It's going to have a 1,000 horsepower. Um, well, then they should have had that along with it's gonna kind be of above a heritage the ZR1. line. So here's Corvette. the deal. The Corvette thing, I wrote... I, I'm the one who wrote the editorial about how it was a dumb idea, and here's why, and they should keep actually the non-mid-engine and the mid-engine and run yep. parallel. I wrote the whole thing. And then you know what I did when I reviewed the Corvette, the C8? I ate crow, which is a very rare thing. I publicly <laughs> ate crow and I was wrong. Have you driven a C8 Corvette? No, I haven't. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Yeah, I, 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 dude, I, I'm the guy. I, 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 no it. I have no doubt that it's better. Does it need an engine in the front to be a Corvette? In my mind, yes. 
Oh, well. Wow. Yeah. It needs to have a fiberglass body and have a small block up front. I don't agree that's with the fiberglass Corvette. body thing. A Corvette has always had a fiberglass body from day one. Yeah, but that's not as defining characteristic. I actually, it's are one are of you them. sure the no, first the first to see one did? If you walked yep, up to most people and asked them. Did you know you know it also has a six cylinder, right? What? The first one had a six cylinder. Yeah, the blue flame six. Just, just checking to make sure you knew blue the flame. six cylinder. Do you know how you can differentiate the first model year V8 from the V6 model? Not that The head. Corvette script had a capital V in the middle of Corvette. Well, maybe Jake cool. knows more about Corvettes than I do, and I'm wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I know I, this you, is a stupid idea. The Corvette is like, re, everybody in America knows Corvettes, sure. right? Everybody knows what a Corvette yeah. is. If you walked up to the most people and said, what is this car made of? They would just say it's a just a car. Fine. They, but they it is, that's not a defining character. Well, then what are they? Name more than one. It is a front engine muscle car made by a Chevy. It is a step up from technically the, a sports car, not a muscle car. Step up from the Camaro. You're right. But it's a step up from the Camaro. That's what most people would say. It's it's the it's the sports car that's better than a Camaro. That's what most Americans would say a Corvette is. They I don't know that um Corvette fans do not like the mid engine thing. And yeah. I agree that it should have been named. Then who it's, are they building this for? Joel. They can't build them fast enough, dude. I know. It's a great car. You know, I I, I yeah, it's a it's a Chevrolet Ferrari, right? You know it's what absolutely else? Absolutely a Chevrolet Ferrari. I've driven right. four or five. I've driven a four or five eight. I've been in other mid-engine Ferraris. It's it's it's, it's a, a Chevrolet Ferrari. <sighs> Why make this drastic of a change with the Corvette when the entire platform has to transfer over also, to EV anyway? Also, well, because because uh, this was when, probably planned long before. No, so hang on. Two things we're mixing here. One, you have to understand that the C seven was really a C6 and a half. And the C8 was supposed to be the C7, but bankruptcy screwed it all over. Mm. They actually started, that, that blackjack prototype, the blackjack that was the, 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 the G8 uh, ute that they had put the engine in the back yeah. and then they covered over it. Okay. That was designed and running before bankruptcy. They, this, was, this was supposed to be the C7. You got to understand that. C7 was a C6 and a half. It was a very heavy C6 update. Very heavy, very thorough, but, but it yeah, was not it a new had car. just more squinty eyes. New body work, but there was actually new underpinnings to it too, but it was not a ground rescratch. Like it was not like C6 was ground up. C7 was not ground up. C8 was ground up and C8 was supposed to be C7 first off. So so you're asking a question of like whatever. So timeline wise, it got murky because of the bankruptcy. Sure. To, to your answer question, C8 was always going to be electrified. Always. First, the hybrid is coming out for 2023. And it's because when you look at the chassis in between the front, uh, when you look at the make it chassis, there's a hole in between the front wheels, which mm -hmm. is where the electric motor goes. Like, okay. there's literally a hole. So let's plan that way. So this is part, part of the evolution. 100%. And then the, the gear tunnel has space that they're going to, when they eventually they'll rip out the entire thing and put the battery in there, in the gear tunnel, and they'll do a T. So they'll do a T like this. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the the hybrid will probably, I'm, I'm guessing here, right? Don't, don't quote me. I don't know this 100% yet. But it will probably have, I know it's going to have all-wheel drive because the videos we saw saw the front wheels moving in snow. Sure. So it's going to put the electric motor in the front, one or two. They'll probably have, because they have the eight-speed dual clutch, they'll probably do a pancake transmission. So they'll have an electric yep. motor that's not super powerful, but it'll be in the transmission that'll shoot power to the rear with electrified. Um, I don't know how the big the battery pack's going to be, so I don't know what kind of range I'm going to be able to do. But when they have the electric one, I mean, they're going to have over 200 miles of range easily. I, I, they're probably going to aim for three. But they'll have to do a very high-dense energy pattern. All right, let's move, on. Let's move on. Let's point, move on. Since if it's all electric, there is no motor anywhere Correct. positioned. So it's going to be a T, like matter. I said. It's the tunnel. So it and doesn't matter back. anyways. Who cares? So your argument's bunk. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. The new Lamborghini Sterato. Can you uh, can you open that up, Jake, and give me a give me a play on that? 
on that oh, link. Oh, this stupid thing. It's the off-road thing. Yeah, give us, give us hit yeah, play I'm for me. Yeah, there. Come on. I have to hit the... Are you going to be able to see this? No. You don't need to. This is their stupid ad. I'm sure you I'm, saw it. I'm, I'm, yes. Everyone did. This one's for you. <laughs> Concrete urinal. <laughs> Tamer of curves. Master of speed. Where your finest suit, dirt is made for it. Let the show off begin. Okay, so that's enough, but that gives you the perspective of... So I've gotten a couple of, of DMs about this. Of, okay. Of, is this a Saturday Night Live skit? Right. Also, my wife goes, is and a bunch of other people goes, was that written by AI? Was okay. another question that I got. The other one was, in my mind, this sounds like a Bud Light commercial guy. He sounds like this Bud's for you. Sure. It's the same voice actor as the this Bud's like this Bud. What Light I'm is wondering you. was it written in Italian, the home market, and then it's like a weird lost in translation thing. That's what my mind went. This to. is too big of a company to have anything be lost in translation. True. Um, what do you guys? Uh, my biggest problem, and it's at the end, so we don't have to listen to it all. It's so my big biggest problem with this is the entire ad is basically saying you need this car mm -hmm. so that you can go drive around in the dirt and get your car dirty so that you can show people that you like to get your car dirty. That is the entire point of this well, of this commercial. I will which, say, yeah, any Lamborghini is to show off. Yeah, I agree completely. But it is it's never been said so bluntly yeah, and so they, forwardly. Yeah. You're like they know you're not actually gonna take this thing to like off road somewhere at some off road park. Right. They, no, they basically you're say just that showing off dirt is the trophy is oh, what yeah. they're saying. And in my opinion, a dirty car is the afterglow of what actually happened. You know, your car is dirty as just sure. like it a, should be evidence of an adventure. It's right? the afterglow. This guy, ninety eight percent of them, they're gonna on the way to cars and coffee, go through some mud pit and park it out front, like you did with your Cayenne. Yes. <laughs> What do you guys uh, think Storado stands for, Joel? Do you have any ideas? I actually did know this. It's, it's Italian for... You know, I, don't say yet. What do you think it... it well, all the Lamborghinis are named after bulls. Okay, so what is this one named after? I don't know, a bull. All right, so a Venador a comes bull? from... A Venador comes from a bull that earned the Trofeo de la Peña La Madonera for its courage in Spain's Saragossa Arena. Murcielago actually means bat. Oh, that's not a bull. Diablo means, obviously, is the devil. I didn't even have to look that one up. Countach is plague or contagion. Which is, oh. which is pretty rad. Mira is named after the breed of fighting bull that originates from uh, Ganaderia Mira or the Mira Cattle Ranch in Seville, Spain. Mm -hmm. Sterato, dirt road. Just in Italian, dirt road. Just means dirt road. So I this mean, thing this okay. thing has a 600 horsepower V10. Cool. Yep. Seven speed dual clutch automatic transmission. Not cool, but necessary. Like you're not, most people, anybody that's driving this thing is not driving a manual. Um, I wouldn't well, you want- don't make to, a manual in Lamborghini anymore. You, you just, you just yeah, can't. You can't. It's all. I'm fine with like really high horsepower cars being like flappy pedal gearboxes. They're fine with me just because I'm not good enough driver. Uh, they call the, uh, I thought this was, uh, oh fuck, I forgot. Oh yeah, the HMI. Do you know what HMI stands for? Mm -hmm. Human to machine interface. Human to machine interface. That's what they call all their, their buttons dash. and dials and knobs and mm -hmm. dash human machine interface that's always kind of fun so i i do not have the problem with this as a car yeah you do i do not as okay. a he has a problem with the marketing as as a machine and it is market i, I have a market, problem market with market it as a buyer. car 
What's Market that? to your buyer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And this, to me, the car itself really isn't that much different than what Porsche just rolled out. It's not. The Dakar. It's not. basically the same thing. Same concept. It's the same thing. The only difference is, is that Porsche's marketing did it better, mm-hmm. although they did build but the But they Dakar. have the heritage to do exactly. it with. Exactly. No, they don't. Not but, really. I know. Hang on. I know what you're going to say because I saw your Instagram story. But I saw the Rothmans car sitting next to the Type R in the freaking garage covered in mud. This thing says like, what does it say? Rough road on the side of it or yeah. something like that. Terrible. The, they won the Dakar in what, 1980s? Car. It was a rally car. The, it's the, not a rally. The new, the new Dakar is not a rally car. No, but they're basing it off of the Dakar. That's what it's called is the Dakar. Uh, so they based it off their, they won a couple of times with a car that they didn't even build for the Dakar. They built it. It was basically a Group B car that never, correct. never ever happened because uh, Group B got canceled. Yep. So like, what are the fuck are we going to do with all this technology that we just built? I know. Let's go out to Dakar, lose, and then win a couple of times. And then 30 years later, be like, check out this car built on our heritage woo! but really they don't have a ton of rally heritage they don't so all these people are like yeah because porsche does have a serious motorsports heritage obviously like pinnacle bar set that kind of of motorsport heritage but not with rally not with the car it's a cash grab just like uh lamborghini's doing don't be fooled by the the quieter, better marketing approach that Porsche did. It's the same thing. You're only making like twenty five hundred. Doesn't matter. I know, but still, it's it it is it's a marketing imaging thing. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Man, you're I, talking to the guy that went to the Line Eleven T launch, and that thing is just 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 lovely. All right, we're we're running out of time, so I'm going to skip a couple of these. Uh, Mercedes wants to charge extra for more acceleration. Oh, we wrote about this. Yes. Uh, Mercedes. Actually, hang on, I'm going to pull up an email because I got them to finally answer questions. Oh, great. I'm going to read a little bit Inside track here. Mercedes locks faster acceleration be- behind a $1,200 annual paywall. Hmm. From the Mercedes website, you can unleash enhanced performance for your car. There's a noticeable improvement in acceleration from 0.8 to 0.1 seconds to zero to 60. Adjustment of the motor characteristics curve, torque, and maximum output. Increased acceleration available, irrespective of the dynamic select drive program. It's about a 20 to 25% increase in power. Uh, example, it's the uh, Mercedes EQ, EQE 350 4 goes from 288 horsepower to, two, to 349 horsepower. And I cannot believe it's called the EQ, EQE 4 don't worry. You don't, forgot just, 350. Don't wait for the wait for the SUV. It'll be the, there's a version of that, but with the SUV attached to the back of it. So it's the EQ there will be. SUV EQE something 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 something. Yeah. It's like calling spaghetti 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 plus. Yeah. It, it, you're <laughs> like repeating like the the the, the, sa- the same exact thing. Yes. Don't we already? Here's the thing. Here's my devil's advocate on this. Don't we already pay for more power when we go to the dealership and we buy a car and there's a different trim and we pay more the for that because it has more problem power. Problem is then you own it. It's not an annual subscription service. Right. That's the big difference. That's here. right. Yeah. Because you can you can also pay the aftermarket for a tune, right? You're unlocking more power, same car, but you own it. This is the future. It's where you'll be, you'll, it's be, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy, right? That's the, yep. the Davos, you know, thing that they Wanted said. Wanted heated I've, seats, got to pay that subscription fee. Everything, this is even in the video game world. Well, hang on a second. Micro- that's a little different. Why? Because that's an actual feature of a car. This is just giving you more power. Those are different things. Like so, there's a Jersey bill in it that's being proposed right now. We wrote about this too. That is looking to ban what you describe, but Good. not what we're talking about. Because the difference is, is that you bought a car that has a feature that's disabled, and you would pay extra to get it. You're talking about with the Benz, a car Annual. that has the power that just you could get more power. Yours is an upgrade. 
Yours is a feature. You see the difference here? So you have, you have the heated seats. Semantically, yes. No, the hardware for the heated seats there. He bought the car. It has it, but you have to pay to use it. That's a feature. Do you pay once or it. do you pay annually? It's a it's a it's subscription. T- it's, t- well, it's a little TBD, but it'll probably be a subscription. Yeah. Little TBD. How is there's that a different? Bill, there's a bill, yeah. right? I agree. How it's is it different? different? Because this is a feature where he bought hardware that has this. This is lawyer speak. From an actual consumer standpoint, they're the same. No, it's not. Well, also, the why. hardware's still there to be no, more so powerful. Let me tell, let me tell, That's just software. It's, it's, it's different. Right. So it, is a heated So seat. I can explain this because I have the answer in front of me from okay. Katie's. Go ahead. Okay. So the case of the acceleration increase, the car that you bought was optimized for range. Because they want to market a range number, right? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. By 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 paying for the power increase, it's going to optimize for acceleration, which means it's going to come at the detriment of range. You understand right. what I'm saying? Obviously. You're paying for a performance boost. It's like going and putting a supercharger on your car. Not the exact same thing. But it's going for a performance boost. You understand? Yeah, but you're, you're saying someone's going to show up at my house and repo the supercharger off of my car if I don't pay the annual premium. Right. That's the difference. So 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 the, the, the difference is, is that maybe you don't like the idea that you get less range now. You understand? Like you can, you're like, I don't want to pay for this anymore. I don't want less so range. So then they I just need range. to put a sport mode button right. in there. That's and all I just sport don't... mode does anyways. Nah, and, uh, sport mode kind of just this recurves. Is literally, this is, that, that recurves the map. This is know, literally regardless, re- it's a m- it. mode. It, it is a mode, but I mean, I look, there is a difference. There's a distinct legal, so. there's a distinct legal difference. Sure. And I know this because there's a bill that's being proposed in Jersey. And if it passes, you can guarantee it's going to spread across the United States and you get automakers do not like this idea. The, need, the build part. Right. They want to be able to charge extra features. features. Yeah, absolutely. So dumb. It's, it's absolutely a cash grab. Oh, to be clear, this but is they're the different way, things. This is the way everything is. Okay, think about what you're doing on your smart TV, on your right. phone, on video games, yeah, microtransactions. How many, how many subscriptions do we have for? Remember, right. we were going to get rid of cable because we were only going to pay for what we want. I pay more now than I would for cable. True, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I do too. The pr- yeah, the problem with this whole going to subscription it's a bad model, timeline, boys. It is also kind of pushing us towards. Like the what would we call it? You're not an ownership model. It's, it's more a of like a, yeah, it's literally it's a pushing everyone to lease. Yeah. yeah, but here's you, the you'll thing: be, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Right. You're gonna rent everything. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna rent everything. You, you, rent, have no you rent your services it's, for Peacock and Netflix and it's, you're right. It's, it's renting. The, it's the baseline destruction of private property. We basically buy an Apple TV or a Voodoo TV, like the box. Right. right? We own the box. Yep. But the box is useless without the internet, which you have to pay for a subscription every month. And then once you pay for that, <laughs> you're paying for the subscriptions to rent the movies you want from Netflix, rent the peacocks you can watch Yellowstone or whatever. Like that's what we're doing now. Everything is we're renting. We own nothing. It and is we're a, happy about it. It is a shitty way. We own to, nothing. Chris is right. It is a shitty way to have a representation of your time and talent. You're you're spending your time and talent, which you're rewarded in the in the form of money, right? So you go and you write something for more authority. They give you money, and they own it. They own what I just wrote. Absolutely, they own the photo I just you took. T- you take that money, yep, and then you give it to somebody for something that for will something be taken you, away if I don't continue to pay for them. Yeah, versus yeah. owning the thing and having the physical private property that you own. It is the debasement of private property. I feel like it's like a. Yeah, it's, it's like part, renting anything. It's but like the, part of the, the quote unquote is, great look reset. Look at the evolution of this, right? So like, okay, Tom Cruise, when we were kids, Tom Cruise makes the first Mission Impossible, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And he makes the pop movie, he gets paid, whatever, right? Now, 
And, and, that, and that payment, that's the final payment. That's the only payment he gets, right? That's the only payment. Well, he gets royalties on DVDs and stuff, right? So, but, but back in the day, there were no DVDs. It was VHS, and you yeah. went to Mr. Movies, and he rented the VHS. Yeah, right. Now, now, he, do you think he's getting, every time he's watching Netflix and Hulu and all these other streaming sites, there's all watch over, especially from the one from the 80s, not even the new one. You, know, you see what I'm saying here? Yeah, but it, this- it goes, Even the celebrities aren't getting it. This was the this whole thing with the Taylor from- Swift and everyone doing the whole thing when Apple Music came out, and that was the whole lawsuit with all of this back in the day with Spotify and all that stuff. That's what this all was. Yeah, but you're you're they're applying everything that's been associated with media, movies, music, television, and they're starting to apply it to, to things, hardware, to yeah. hardware and 100%. physical goods. Yep, that's where I have the problem. Your house, your land, your car, whatever the case may be, your your physical goods are now things that they don't want you to own because once you own it, they can't make money off of it. Well, anymore. a lot of it, uh, well, parts of it are recyclable at this point, right? Like electric cars, are going to be recyclable, right? Whereas you buy a '57 Chevy, that's not quite so recyclable. So you see what I'm saying? So some of this stuff, it's like, I'm not so sure in 30, 40, 50 years, you're going to want to own it. You're not mm. going to want to use an i. Imagine using a 10-year-old iMac or you're right. I don't own my phone even. You don't, And you probably don't want to because in three or four years from now, you throw right. that thing against the wall. I just have the, the service. Right. How, is, how is that? I still... <laughs> why is that car, different than cars? It's the same thing. It I know. Is the it's same. the same thing. But why thing. are we upset about the cars and not about the iPhone? Because the iPhone costs... A th- well, actually, these iPhones cost I'm, $1,500 now. I'm, I'm seriously not... Like passionate about my iPhone, that's for sure. Like, right. I Somebody don't is though. The people that used to be. I used to sell Verizon back in college. I had eighteen phones in nine months once. I'm sure there's well, phone geeks, but it's mm. you had more than eighteen phones. In I, nine I months? worked indirect, so I, I worked at a, a, a third party indirect. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, got to yeah. talk later. Yeah. <laughs> all right, last last story. <laughs> we skipped over like a bunch of stories. That's all right. Uh, Jake, yeah, did you know what someone just paid more than Two hundred thousand dollars for uh-huh. Steve Jobs old Birkenstocks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I saw that story. Priceless, priceless. That's a deal. This is That's the highest deal. price ever paid for sandals. <laughs> <laughs> and this, Jake and Jake bought them. Yeah, they're in my collection. <laughs> the, the Tech Pioneers brown suede Arizona sandals, which yep, were expected to make model. to make sixty thousand dollars, sold for an astonishing. $218,750 when they went under the hammer with an accompanied NFT. Prior to sale, the California auction house said the sandals, described as well-used but still intact, were a wardrobe staple for jobs in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> jobs died in 2011. The, the cork and jute footbed, quote, this is a quote, the cork and jute, what's jute? Jute is a plant. I don't know. Oh, it's just me like cork and jute. That's what they're made out of. Then the cork right. and jute footbed retains the imprint of Steve Jobs' feet, there which have been shaped after years of use. Do you think the guys just sitting there like, yeah. just like? So it's I like don't a, think they still smell. It's a high dollar foot fetish thing. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> the Birkenstocks were saved from the trash by Mark Sheff, a former house manager to Steve Jobs during one of the tech icon's many clearouts. So this so guy's like rooting through his trash. Dude, exactly. That's, that's you know what? Good trash. for him. Good for him. Because look what he just weird. did. He just sold him for two. Steve grand. Jobs changed the world not only with his revolutionary innovations, but with his business leadership style and fashion in wearing sandals. <laughs> <laughs> These beloved go, Birkenstocks. How much do you think yours are worth? Do you think Ooh. thinking that Drivers Club members will pay oh. money for your Let Birkenstocks? Me Let me know. These beloved Birkenstocks were worn by Jobs as he made history. <laughs> In the making, wonder what, like, should we raffle them? What about his underwear? Steve Jobs' underwear. They were part of the revolution That's of Apple. True. You're right. They were part of it. The shoes were so sold in Julian's auctions. Icons and Idols rock and roll public sale, which featured memorabilia, blah, 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 blah. And last year, Nike Air ships worn by basketball legend Michael Jordan. 
Which makes sense because That's, Jordan's like, yeah, you're actually performing in that, right? Yeah, but he also had a brand like the shoe brand, like you're Air right. Jordan. Yeah, Nike his shoes makes sense. They sold for these one aren't point. Apple Birkenstocks. One point. I actually, they, well, there are also a lot of guys out there that I know that like literally collect shoes, right? And, right. And, and and Jordans and stuff like that. And these are limited releases. I'm not sure they're other than Jake. I'm not sure they're Birkenstock collectors. I mean, no, clearly I, I, there is. There is. Well, that guy just, he probably has like the first prototype iPhone and stuff too. This, the, the Jordan yeah. sold for $1.47 million, breaking the record for the highest sale price for a pair of sneakers at auction. $200,000. There you go. For Birkenstocks. Not the only one. You are the only <laughs> one. There's no How question. upset would you be if you found out it was actually me? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if I've said the word. That would be the end. Just like this is that would be the, the end, end of this podcast. All right, guys, that's it. We'll see you next week. I have no idea what's going nice. on next week. None, none whatsoever. Nope, I've got it written it. down, but I, I still Oh, don't. do you have something? Uh, I have it written down, but I don't remember what it is, which is a, <laughs> the story of my of my life. You'll be happy to know that since you broke your microphone and leaned in closer to the camera, you are massive on the TV screen right yeah. now. You are absolutely massive. Oh, you know what's great, though? What's great, though? I have the one that you just replaced. I have a replacement set to go. It doesn't have the baby. No, it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't have the thing on it. Why not? Because it doesn't have the thing. It's just the arm. You're screwed. You're gonna have to buy your own by next week. And on that note, that's when we'll see you next. Fetter, thanks for coming to hang out. Thanks I for really me. appreciate you being here. We'll do it as again. Always, always fun. We need All to right. do it more often. All right, we'll see you next week, guys. Take care.